are now tuned into The Flagrant 2. I'm your host this week, Chris, host of Shenanigans with Friends. So I get a call from the big homie D-Murph asking if I would host an episode. I was hella honored that he'd even trust me with his baby, The Flagrant 2. I invited some friends and we followed the rules, mostly. (laughs) I'll let you guys tell me. So, in the words of the big homie, it's that time. (laughs) Let's do it. Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pop, come on, this thing. This has been Joy. Hey, this is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Up with Q and Critical Dub Network, and you are tuned in to the Flame Room Team. It's official, man. Now, here's your host, D-Bugs. Let's do it. Hello, guys. I know that you guys were probably expecting D-Murph's voice. Not the case. Um, and I got some more voices. Say hi, guys. Hi. Hello. <laughs> it's a takeover, bitch. I, I'm going to cuss <laughs> up in this bitch. <laughs> I, I mean, D-Murph definitely handed me over the microphone, so I feel like I, I feel like he knew what he was getting himself into, guys. Well, let's um, take over in this beach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know you guys are like, what the hell is happening? Shout out to DJ Khaled. Okay, so I know I know that you guys are like, what in the hell is happening? Like, the first, like, 40 seconds of this is already outrageous. Guys, my name is Chris. I am the host of Shenanigans with Friends. I am joined by the retired podcaster, Jackie. Hey, y'all. Hey, I'm just Jackie. What's <laughs> and poppin'? The, and the lovely host of the Free Space podcast, Miss Lex. What's up? What up, thou? <laughs> okay, gangsta. Uh, I know. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> y'all know I'm crazy. Don't mind me, y'all. Speak freely. <laughs> That's right. It's a free space. <laughs> so Murph uh, trusted us with his baby, y'all. So we have to do some justice. Um, this is the flagrant two, guys. Welcome to the episode. Um, I don't know what number episode this is. I'm so used to like numbering the episodes in mind, so I feel like inclined to know what number this is, but probably a bunch because he's the pod, like he's he's one of our pod OGs, so he's been here and he's been around. Definitely. I don't think he numbers his episodes. So he just, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he doesn't. He just drops them. He just drops them like Jay. All right, so look, guys. Uh, let's just get right into it. Like we'll we'll take a t- we'll take time at the end to make sure we tell everybody where to find Murph and the Flagrant Two, as well as why not sports, and then everything that we're doing as well. Okay. So the one thing D Murph gave us that he wanted to make sure that we talked about, and other than that, this is fucking our episode, you guys. But the number one question of the evening is: Can men and women have platonic friendships? Slash work relationships. Like, is that a thing, guys? Yes. Yes, it is. It is. I didn't know who wanted to go first. Right. Okay. <laughs> Me too. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess I guess if I'm gonna be the host, I gotta start like telling y'all who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. All right, Jackie, so what do you say? I say um men and women can can be just friends. I say that the people, well the men and women in general who say, Oh, no way in hell that men and women can just have platonic relationships, they have never really experienced one themselves. So they need they need to experience it to to know that this does exist. 
Right. Lex, what about you? I do say yes. I definitely have platonic friendships with guys. Mm -hmm. Um, Some some that I've I've never looked at sexually or romantically. And it's nothing against them. It's just I truly have a friendship with them. And so... The, some of them, some of them are like more like family, even like a, like we're like big brothers or stuff. So it's just, you know, I think it just depends on you know the vibe, the relationship, the content, the situation, as to, you know, as to why a man and woman can't be friends. Um, but overall, it's definitely possible. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, guys. What what might stop someone from being that free in their relationships with people? Like why like. So, Jackie, for instance, you said that there are some people that definitely feel like that's not a, that's not something that's possible. But then I guess I, my question to the follow up question would be like, what stops someone from being able to to live that freely? Right. I mean, honestly, I don't really have the answer. I mean, I got an opinion. Um, yeah, that's all. So- <laughs> honestly, that's all I'm here for, girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because just like I said before, they've never experienced experienced it so take 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 a female for example mm-hmm. whatever whatever guy she's been involved with in her life or whatever she's never had that foundation of a friendship first mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying so yeah it's always you know, jumping to what can you do for me what what's the relationship right yeah, and all of a sudden you're in a relationship with the with the person like you're on the phone you go on dates the next thing you know that's that's your boo that's your boyfriend so i just right. feel like that that young lady has never experienced just having a true friendship with a with a man first and and the right. same thing with the guy he you know i was gonna say yeah that definitely can be interchangeable yeah and a guy you know he meets a woman men are just different they uh, I, you know, about Jackie talk about it <laughs> okay so one question you I have for the guys <laughs> like, so for the guys who are listening to this like when you see a woman is it do you autom- does you does your brain automatically go to oh she's beautiful I would like to have sex with her I, I, I mean I, can I, I be I, honest Jackie yeah um I definitely do that to niggas like <laughs> you're, you're beautiful you're, you are a nigger <laughs> you are a nigger chris you, yes. you're one of the guys okay I like, you I like are a nigger daddy like what's good <laughs> okay but you don't do that every time dude no absolutely not no absolutely okay not. so but i i feel like a lot of men it's uh, I don't know if, if a woman smiles at him, he automatically thinks the woman is interested, and in, you know he he right. wants to see if he can get in her, get in her. <laughs> men, men, I, I firmly Just believe that men think with their dick first, brain second. I yeah, really, and then I, you're like you have sex with this person, and then you waking up and you be like, Lord, what did I get myself into? Because you because you you can't say oh now i don't know her you didn't know the person in the first place and then the longer you start dealing with a, with a person you just pretty much um you just pretty much jumped in the sack with uh you start to find out maybe there's some things that might be a little bit off or some things you don't like it then and then where does it leave you you know what right. i'm saying so right. okay. but at the end of the day men and women can be platonic now there's there are i'm a big tomboy so i have more male compadres than than females so 
I, and I, I look at them. I don't, I'm, I don't be attracted to them physically. Like I want to have sex with them. No, I, I just don't. I don't know. It's just some people when you meet them, you, you hit it off, and it's either you hit it off, and you be like, I know he's in the French, the friend zone. Nothing that he did wrong. Won't nothing disrespectful. It was just that I just know, I'm, I'm just better off keeping this. Probably Where's in that? our best interest to keep it right. as it is. Right. right. You and know? I think that that's like the driving force of like why on like why it's possible that we can do it. It's because like like I mean, yeah, like we can have sex, but like we could do so much more, like you know what I'm saying? Like without all of that. Like yeah. and I think that when you take that when you take that out of the equation, I think that people will have the ability and the room for like significant like growth in the things that they're trying to do. Um and I I I think I think we bring that up to say um, I think that Murph brought this to our attention because I feel like we are three females like in the podcasting game that I feel like can do that and we have shown that we can do that. Absolutely. Um, like I mean, like honestly, like shout out to Views, shout out to Penrose and Paco, like shout out to all like shout out to BJ, like all of our like all of our male counterparts that, you know, we are able to um to fucking work with without any of that fucking static. I think that shit is really important. Right. Um, although, <laughs> although sometimes, like, where I, I guess the crowd of people that feels like I can't talk platonic relationships don't exist, mm -hmm. I feel like that sometimes they can interpret the things in the way that we move differently mm -hmm. um, than than our than our true intentions. Do you guys? Could you guys agree with that? Oh yeah, I think it just. I think ultimately it does come down. It comes down to mindset on both. On both parts, like how Jackie was saying, like you know, um, it's sort of like when a guy sees a girl. Like if that, if the mood, if they're in a mood to fuck, they're only gonna be looking at a girl that they can fuck, like because they they're in the mood to fuck. But if that's not their intention, that's not their mood, then they are going to more likely approach it more as a friendship. But I think outside people are just so quick sometimes to put a judgment or a label on something that they don't quite understand. Right. And probably based off their past experiences or maybe they're just being bitter Betty and <laughs> you know whatever is going on with them that's why it it, it, it adds all the unnecessary like ooh what's this going on who's doing this and what and it's like right. happened over here we just cool people <laughs> right exactly and we found a way to work together or we found something that we're both interested in that we found could be beneficial to both of us whatever the case may be um guys why is the idea of platonic uh friendships or work relationships so threatening to people do you mean and if that person has a significant other and then they feel like they're i mean i suppose so i mean i suppose so but i mean in our in real life examples like there are people that are not in relationships with people that we are that we are close in proximity with or we work closely with that have issues like sometimes so like i mean that, that could be in general i mean we could talk about people with significant others i don't really i don't i think it's interchangeable i think it doesn't yeah. just depends i think in the regards to significant others it's because they more than likely feel something is missing from their relationship mm. they're just not mm. speaking on it or trying to face it and then they see how well the connection is between their significant other and another person and they're like dang why don't we have that like what like whether it's the body language or just you know like seems like they read in each other's minds and, and think mm -hmm. great minds think alike type of vibes you know and mm -hmm. then like huh. and then it starts making them look inward and feel like 
you know, we, we don't have that, but at the same time, you don't want to admit that because in that, no, who really likes to admit that there's problems in their relationship or wants to face that they have problems in their relationship, especially uh-huh. if we're all, for the most part, they're happy. So I think uh-huh. that's where that can, that comes up with significant others. As far as like friendships or like business relationships, I think that's a personal problem. I think yeah. that just comes mm-hmm. from issues that they have not resolved within themselves. Um, um, as far as like work, it could be a competitive competition type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, where they want to be the, the top person in the room at all times. Right. Um, right. It could be in wanting the attention, whether it's in friendships, social circles, just always wanting to be the person that stands out versus being more so like, hey, we can all get some here, you know? Yeah. It's, it just it's being literally about- wrong. Yeah. And so I think it just, um, people kind of got to get out of their own head when it comes to that kind of stuff. Because if they're not willing to face the problem, then it's not going to be anything different. You're never going to be able to be open-minded to see the bigger picture and see what else really could come out of happening having a platonic friendship with a male or female depending on who you are let me um, exactly. jump, let me jump in and add two cents to what lex was saying um in the beginning um the part where you said um they they met somebody who they can just hang out with and and then have mm-hmm. fun and and then the, the significant others wondering like oh you know what is it you know that i'm lacking or not giving or, or whatever to their partner for mm-hmm. where they can they feel like they can just you know hang out and you know be buddy buddy with this this other person this co-worker or whatever I've, i i feel like people be lying to themselves man like yeah. if you if you're telling me you're going to go hang out with jane doe you know because she likes to shoot pool or or, or or whatever y'all just got this thing in common and y'all just click that i i feel like your partner really ain't who he wants to be when he's with you Mm. you you feeling me like they can't be who they they can't be who they really are when they with you so they don't met this other person where they could just be themselves they got put on no facade they just all relaxed and Mm. and they call it in a friendship and and don't get me wrong it's people who do this and they are truly friends but sometimes whatever cracking that foundation you have with with your significant other is going to lead you more astray leaning more towards that person who you can say oh i can do this with and that with, and i can talk to him and be free but i can't do this with you yeah it's it's a case of you made me want to leave the one i'm with but no you get what i'm saying you obviously you just can't be who you are with the person you're with at that point in time so that's a whole lot of you they need that's the time period for some reflection you know what i'm saying I was gonna I was gonna say like I mean at the end of the day like we're all adults and like if you have like a lot like you guys both said like there's 
all that means is that there's just insecurities in that person. And so whatever that shit is, like, stop projecting, guys. Um, it's very possible. Like, there's, like, this isn't, and the, and the fucking idea of platonic relationships and work relationships is not something foreign or new. Like, so, like, the fact that we even still have to, like, address these things in 2019 <laughs> is beyond me. Hey, I got a question <laughs> for you. I got a question for y'all. Absolutely. I do. I do. I'm have y'all ever had a uh whatever a relationship with somebody okay that's just can you ever just be platonic with somebody you you've been physical with like you just had a relationship with Whether are you asking lex or me first you can go first chris absolutely i it happens very often <laughs> <laughs> and niggas will never know who it is but yeah, it's absolutely absolutely <laughs> like i mean because like i mean honestly like it depends on like what was the reason that you went into that situation you know what i'm saying i didn't go into this situation of fall in love with somebody you know what i'm saying like i went to a situation like it needs to be scratched it's just been scratched thank you and also would you like to work together <laughs> i mean it's very possible i mean <laughs> it's possible it's possible i mean i just think that i just think that as long as you don't you're not confusing what the purpose of whatever it is is i think it's all good like yeah, but that's yeah. just me that's Our just me major key major key yeah like if we're, if we're if as long as we're on the same page like how could it like it can't go left like anytime anybody says that we were on the same page and it went left they're fucking lying like that's it like you either accept where what page you're on or you don't like <laughs> Also, guys, I'm really sorry. I've been taking shots. Oh God, Jeez. but you know I what? feel, but I'm, but I, I feel like this is when the truth, the true me, comes out. So I'm just saying, hey. I think it's possible. I think you it's possible. The truth. <laughs> what, about you? what about you, Lex? I mean, I think it's possible too. I, I think. Um, I'm. Really, I'm trying to think. Uh, I, I mean, think about think about our exes, like Jackie. Like you know, what I'm saying, like like think about our exes, like. Like there are like you have children with people that you're no longer with. Like you're able, you know what I'm saying? Like there, like it's it's it's. This isn't anything foreign, guys. Like this isn't Listen, anything new. Like I, it happened. There is not a bone in my body that's attracted to any of my exes physically. Exactly. Now, did exactly. it happen right away? No. Did it happen okay. over time? Yes. So, yeah. Okay, Lex, go ahead and answer. I'm sorry, Lex. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, Lex. I was um. I was able to um, do that with one friend where like they were really, they we'd always been friends and then we started hooking up and then like I did catch some feelings but then we realized you know what our friendship is just better off as friends and nothing's been awkward we it's like yeah like it, like now we can joke about it like man we was really fucking around yeah we was <laughs> and it's like it's not awkward it's not weird like right we're still great friends so i think yeah. it's possible you know like i think i i caught feelings enough time because i was like dealing with some stuff and it, it's kind of like that superman syndrome where it's like you were there for me during that time and mm -hmm. it was just like so I was like kind of, and I was already like caught up in a whole bunch of different emotions anyway. And now looking okay. back, I'm like, I'm glad we didn't try and move past friendship because I think it eventually might have been ruined. I think it would have been, uh, yeah. yeah, it would have yeah. worked. Well. And so I'm glad. Like every everybody isn't equipped for for certain things in your life. So yeah. like sometimes exactly. sometimes just be like that. So, but Lex, what was your question, babe? 
Yeah, my question is as far as like, or so have, do y'all have work bays or have you have ever had a work bay? I have a work husband right now at my servant job. But like, we confide in each other about like our own lives. But like, when I come to work, he, he that's my work husband. <laughs> and I haven't I'm ever having a work husband because like in social work, it's mostly women than men. And yeah. And they're either married or gay. Like that's uh-huh. it. <laughs> so, uh, I ain't had a work husband in a long time. And I was gonna say it's been some time, it's been some years. Yeah, and at this new job, I don't, I don't have no work husband. I don't want. Nah, I'm, just, I'm not interested. No, but um, like, I. Do y'all feel like y'all could deal with your significant other having a work wife or work husband, depending on which way you float in? You know. I I mean, it just depends on like what the fuck that entails, like what she thinks she is, like it, it, like if she's just bringing you McDonald's or just bringing you Starbucks, then like have at it, like yeah. But she like, can, you can't be eating somebody else's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, you know, like now, right? Like now, she's bringing casseroles and leftovers. No, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, if she bringing you a plate. Make sure she fixed my plate too. Plate too, exactly. That's it's what I'm saying. Too important for you like, if you don't, if I can't handle that chicken, neither can he, my nigga. <laughs> the spirit. Make make sure she make a plate for me too. I don't have no problem. Right. And since I got a child, she better make a kitty size plate, nigga. I'm, the fuck? I'm also gonna need that. <laughs> you better feed the whole family. Oh, I just wanted to be. I just wanted to feed your whole family. Thank you. We will. We will. Dude, thank you, work to, wife. Graciously <laughs> take funny. those things with you. You guys are funny. Okay, so speaking, I guess this is a decent segue. So I kind of want to. I feel like we've pretty much answered all of the questions about platonic fr- friendships, relationships. They can happen, guys. Um, I think that as long as you're being an adult about things. And I think as long as the communication lines are completely open, everybody's being fair to each other, I feel like there's there should be no issues. And make sure your intentions are clear. Yes. Right. Clear. Absolutely. Be 100%. 100% open and real about what your intentions are. Absolutely. So, guys. Um, I sent you guys a little link uh, about the average price of dating in the U.S. I know people have talked about this before. Um, This came out, I think, in August of last year. Um, It's a chart, and it pretty much breaks down how much an average date costs in the United States, depending on what state you live in. So I guess this is a good segue for us to kind of get into our first dates section of the episode. (laughs) Who's giggling? Who's giggling? (laughs) Listen, listen, listen. Listen, I'm looking at these prices right, and it ain't right. This ain't the game. So, okay. Who did your survey? You know, this is like when on Family Feud when I be watching and and the answers they be having on the board for something. I be I like y'all ask some white people this shit. Who asked me? Y'all ask you. Y'all ask some rich ass white folks these questions because there ain't no way these answers are from regular people. Keep in mind, guys, that this that we're talking about now when we're talking about the the cost that we're seeing in each state, we're talking about in the form of dinner for two, a bottle of wine, and two movie tickets. Is that what it says? Is that what it says? Uh-uh. At the very, at, at the guys, at the very top, it just says 
The average cost of a date today in the form of dinner for two, bottle of wine, and two movie tickets is about $102.32. That's according to Match.com. So I believe that we are we are estimating that at least at least those things are put into the into the date when we're looking at these at these uh these rates. So guys, let's just look at the states that we personally live in. Uh, for example, Nevada right now um, says that it, the average date costs one hundred and nineteen dollars and nineteen cents. Um, I'm also from Illinois, uh, where Illinois says that it costs about one hundred and fifty-seven dollars and ninety-six cents. And when I saw that shit, <laughs> I died because there's no nigga from the south side of Chicago spending one hundred and sixty dollars on anybody's date. Like, yeah, I don't think I don't think it matters if it's his wife. Like, <laughs> listen, girl. Okay, so I'm in Virginia. And mine says $140.85. Now, let, let's let's just keep it real. Because I'm glad you put out there that it said dinner for two, movie yeah. tickets, and you said a and bottle a, of wine. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> Ain't nobody doing all that on our first date. Not all. At all. And I don't know if this is like first date, but like I'm, when the conversation about what a date should cost came about this is like this is the reference that a lot of people were using so we'll just say for the sake of the of what we're talking about this is what we're talking about as like a first date amount or let's just i mean i don't even think it, we, we need to even like minimize it to first dates like this is just i don't think anybody's ever spending this much money on dates especially like the more you get to know somebody like I don't give a fuck like some on some real shit like mm-hmm. a bitch is not gonna request that you always spend a 226 dollars in california every time y'all go out like you could be giving me you could be cash out of me most of that shit my nigga to be honest like <laughs> wait, wait, like, wait 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 i need to tell you right now ain't no self-respecting nigga buying a bottle of wine on a day not a first date <laughs> not a second date <laughs> He's not a single self-respecting nigga, okay? Maybe someone who's married and it's the anniversary, something like that for a special occasion. But Indiana, it said $96.54. I can tell you, first off, ain't that much in Indiana in the first place. We got Indianapolis. We got French Lick up north. That's the little resort. Um, You know, we got our college towns. That's it. <laughs> like, what are who? That's all. Dude, who, who is spending $96? And you better be going to Harry and Izzy. <laughs> you better be Listen, going to Harry I, I, I <laughs> feel like these prices are for more established relationships. Yes. And then, like, maybe you're just having a date night. I can see, like, some of, the, some of these prices I can see. I can see that. Like, if you going on date night, y'all going to the dinner and the movies, and you got a bottle of wine and and whatever. I can see that. But if it's just like somebody, it better be three D. Because I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I'm not talking about no first date this is somebody you've been dating for a while maybe y'all exclusive maybe y'all ain't exclusive but if the person feels like hey I'm digging Lex like that and eh, I want to take her out you know I have a show her a good time tonight so let's do this dinner let's do the movie or dinner movie movie dinner whatever have some drinks and I show Lex a good time tonight because I appreciate Lex you, you see what I'm saying that's something that's oh and a step, you know, that ain't no first date. That's what New I'm telling York you. Say, New York right. say $297. I'm going to tell you right now, you could cash out me like 200 of those and we could figure out what to do with the $97. I mean, like. I, I, <laughs> I, 
been on one thing. Our tab actually came up to probably close to 100 something because I saw him pull out a $100 bill. We went to hookah. We yeah. bought drinks. Yeah. And he bought drinks. We had food. But we was drinking Hennessy. We was drinking Top Shelf. So then they're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, it made sense. You know, we were both drinking Top Shelf. We both ate. We had hookah. Had a couple refills. Okay, I can see how that probably could have got close to a hundred. I, I could see that. That made that made because of, of the liquor by alone. You know, yeah. He drinks okay. dollars. <laughs> so think about it like this: Say when you go hang out with your girls, it's girls' night, y'all. We go meet at the bar, whatever. We have drinks and we have dinner. How mm-hmm. much you paying for yourself well, on I- the average? Maybe like, are we eating dinner too? No, it's just you just or out just with the girls. Drinks. Everybody's buying their own shit. You I mean, I live in dinner. Vegas. I live in Vegas, so it's it's probably like fifty dollars at least. Okay, then. So imagine if it's two of y'all. I yeah, can see, I can see the hundred plus dollars just for yeah. dinner and drinks. So right, but my thing is, why does it? I, I feel like thing, you can keep things simple because I know a lot of people be like, oh, that's a waste of money and you don't know if you're going to want to see this person again or ever talk to this person again. You might not be vibing. Right. Okay, so let's shout out our brother, Bella the Great. Go get a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, okay. and that's my next question. That's my next question, guys. Is like, who who the fuck raised the standard on how much money needs to go into a first date? Like, like who's... You what did you say, white people? Sex in the city. <laughs> she I said Carrie Bradshaw. I don't even think white people did it. I'm sorry, they gave us false hopes. They really did. They gave okay, us. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. Are you saying that if white people established it and our people fed into it? Because that's how. If you're gonna put it out there like that, then maybe I can agree with you because I feel it. Yes, it's a, a lot of women. Is like, no, you can't take me to. Uh, Good burgers. I'm just making up shit. You know, you know good burger. <laughs> Don't you take me to Applebee's? Bitch, you better take this two twenty and like it. <laughs> yeah, nah. You, I, I, I need Ruth's Chris for some shit. Right. You know, I'm just like what? Absolute best. <laughs> Which but you do? Come on now, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I, I look. I'm all for you know knowing your worth, right? Yeah, absolutely. So your your worth is where he takes you now, you know what I'm saying? Your worth should be that this man is taking time out for you to go do something with you for you and all all that good stuff. Because a lot of people ain't getting time. You you see what I'm saying? Right. And then a dude, which is is why they're so threatened by platonic relationships. (laughs) And a dude can spend hella money on you, and then you have the worst time. He talk about himself. Where y'all go is boring. Like. Right. Just because he's spending mon- hella money doesn't mean he really cares. He could yeah. just be so he can get in, get some at the end of the night. Because there are niggas that think like that. Like if I drop this cash, you supposed to give me some ass. <laughs> you better rob. <laughs> you know? Yeah, she said you better come with these bars. <laughs> I, try- I just want to know what they're doing in South Dakota because they only spending thirty eight dollars and twenty seven. Girl, girl, <laughs> they born, take, they, they born take their cousins and shit. Born <laughs> She said going out with their cousins. Going to the drive Can I be honest? They probably still have Blockbuster. 
So, like, that's probably, like, three movies, like, one of those, like, Red Vines or Twizzlers, like... Not Blockbuster. <laughs> I mean, literally, like, guys, let's really talk about this. Like, how much more... How much is there to do in North and South Dakota? Like, it's not that much. Like, if anybody lives in South and North Dakota, please tell Murph or us or anybody what the fuck y'all be doing because at $38... Everybody, everybody owns a gun. So they be like, let's go, let's go hunting. That's they probably do go prostitute, date. Prostitutes cost more than it costs for a date in South Dakota. Like, wow. <laughs> Oklahoma, because I think of Oklahoma, I think of tumbleweeds and tornadoes. That's it. Wait, and Oklahoma they, said sixty-three dollars though on there. Right. Like, so I'm like, what is in Oklahoma that I'm missing? I don't know. I don't think, why not just drive to Texas? Like, <laughs> and Idaho, they spending ninety dollars. I thought I didn't know there was more than potatoes there than in Idaho. Girl, girl, potatoes. I don't know potato farm rides and shit. I don't know ninety dollars, guys. It's been a long Man. time since I looked at the map. I didn't realize Idaho was over here. <laughs> the far east. I thought the west coast would have been more expensive, but the far east coast small states it was really jumping out at me. For real, it's yeah. retarded We're over here. About- we're talking about two hundred and thirty dollars in Connecticut, two hundred and sixty in New Jersey, yeah, two hundred and nine in Maryland. That's that colonial money. <laughs> she said that's that colonial money. <laughs> now you gotta you better girl, you better pay for that clam chowder. <laughs> exactly. They got money from the forefathers up in there. <laughs> the whole fathers, the pole fathers, listen. It's expensive to live up north. Oh my God! Like yes, you yes, the job pay is good, but it's it's very expensive to live up north. So things cost more. So I can see why the the price is higher. You know, New the further three hundred, bruh, close to three hundred. Now New York, yeah. I believe it. I believe New York City by itself. I believe that mm-hmm. because people have to like in order to live, they have to live like four people in one apartment with yes bedrooms just to make yep. it. So, I believe that. I didn't think Pennsylvania would be close to 200 though, because Pittsburgh's like my second home, oh, and Pittsburgh not. Exactly. Like, I mean, like, you maybe, maybe if you're going to, well, maybe if you're going to a Steeler game or Eagles game, because of Philly and, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers. Ain't nobody taking you to no football game on the first date, Let. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she really like. Maybe they really like. And they surprised them to go to the game. I'm just saying. Listen, I'm gonna say Kayla. If you listen to this, Kayla, Kayla from Philly, has anybody took you on a $200 date? Let me know. Let the listeners know. Yes, we need to know. Mm. Listen, guys. So, okay. Um. So speaking of first date, so we can all agree this is a little absorbent. Like so. Tell I, I feel like the internet and like TV has made people feel like we as women want the fucking most when it comes to like what we expect from people out of like when we say hey let's go out on a date or when a guy says let's go on a date I feel like people are like exaggerating like terribly on like the things that we want and what we, what we require in a first date so ladies like like tell me what your like ideal first date is like where a nigga doesn't have to spend. $96.54 like <laughs> okay alright okay so um well I love to eat so there is whether it's breakfast lunch dinner I need some type of food in there so we'll, we'll just for the sake of this conversation we'll say dinner we'll okay. say dinner 
Um, I, um, if it's like, you know, if it's nice weather, you know, for Indianapolis, we have the canal downtown. I wouldn't mind walking the canal so we have a chance to talk. Um, we could also do jazz in the park or something like that because I love music. Um, I went to, a, I was taken to the art museum on a date before and that was uh-huh. nice. Um, we did the art museum dinner and then wine and movies at his place. So like, and I did, honestly don't feel like he spent that much but the thought and the effort was put into it you know like I honestly we could do a free everything could be free on the first day as long as there's some creativity right as long as you as long as so you're saying as long as I can tell that you put time and effort into this right right and even if we do go to the movies it could be like oh you know like you know if we talk and you know I really like DC and Marvel and you know the newest you know oh i got uh advanced tickets to see uh black with the black widow origin movie that's coming out like next year or, or you know something like that i'd be like yes like i would just because like that's thought that's effort you're paying attention to what i like what right. we have in common so you're applying that to our dating experience here you know? right um, right right yeah. right yeah, for sure, Jackie. What about you? What uh, what could a dude do that doesn't cost him one hundred and forty dollars and eighty five cents to fuck with you on the first date? <laughs> Give me a good conversation. All right, and that's free ninety nine. Yeah, that's free ninety nine. <laughs> um, I, I honestly, I really wouldn't want to go to a movie on the first date. Mm-hmm. Not, that's me personally. I, I don't know whether maybe we could do brunch or something mm-hmm. or whatever. Um. I say brunch. Do it early afternoon. That mm-hmm. way, I, if we go out and we ain't vibing, whatever, whatever, I, I still got plenty of time uh, in my day okay. to go right. find other shit to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, yeah, but some, somewhere simple, you know, where we can, you know, have a conversation to talk, you, you know? So maybe if I just, if we just met at like a, some small bar or something or whatever, and you could just sit down and have drinks and, and talk. And, yes. and see what what happens from there. Keep it real simple. Keep it minimal. And I, I'm basic. You know what I'm saying. I yeah. I'm really not this materialistic girl. I really want to get to know a person. I want conversation. Conversation is a lost art. If you can't yeah. give me conversation, right? I keep telling you, you can't tap. You gotta tap my mind before you tap anything else. Okay. And you gotta make me laugh too. Yes, like, I, like, of course I love a sense of humor. Yeah, you make me laugh. Right. Damn, near in there, bro. Like right somewhere. Yeah, yeah, man. Feed me. I mean, make me laugh. We 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 might be able to work something out. Right. Pretty much like just what that Jackie said is pretty much me. Like I like to eat. Like, but I mean, I. But for me, like dinner doesn't have to be a first date because, like, I get how, like, so, like I live in Vegas, so it just depends on where we go. Like, that shit could get expensive. I understand. Um, right. But like, like Jackie said, like I'm with a let's go shoot pool and have a couple drinks kind of person. Like, let like let me feel you out. Let me see how you are with me in public. Like, let's see, you know, what I'm saying, like, let's see how you respond to the questions. I feel like I need answers to. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, like, so I'm I. Like I don't know if it's like the journalistic background in me, but like I'm I'm very much into like those first date, like the first one or two dates. Like I'm very into like asking you about everything that I can about you. Like let me find out like about about you. Like see if because like you know based on your responses, like I'll know if like mm, this may not go to a third date, this may not go to a second date. So then that way you haven't spent one hundred nineteen dollars and nineteen. 
sense trying to take me to a fucking seafood place like because i love seafood like we ain't gotta go you know what i'm saying we don't have to do that like that comes in time like i'm super i'm cool with like shooting some pool going to and even me like i'm 33 and i still like i, I will fuck up an arcade like let's go to an arcade let me like let me let, like, let, like, let, like let me pretend like i can shoot these baskets into this hoop better than you like you know what i'm saying like so like i'm, I'm super like yeah. I'm with all of that shit. Yeah, absolutely. Like, let's go get a roll of fucking tokens and go, you know, fuck that shit up. Like, I'm with that shit. So, I mean, like, for me, like, I'm, like, very minimal. Like, I mean, I'm more interested in who you are as opposed to what you can do for me. Because I feel like once I find out who you are and I feel like, like you find out who I am, you're all, it, all you're going to want to do is just do stuff for me. You know what I'm saying? So, if we right. can get past that part, like, everything else will fall in line the way it's supposed to. So, so let me ask y'all a question. Is there... Yeah. Is there a question that is off limits on a first date? I mean, like you're trying to get to know the person. So, is there anything that's off limits? Like, is there? Uh... <laughs> okay, so for me personally, like, okay, so I've got two. I've got two kids, guys. If people who listen to me don't know that, I have a ten-year-old and I've got a seven-year-old. My thing is that I it makes me cringe when niggas like bring up how they still might want kids, like. <laughs> I'm not interested. So like that, like that's something that like I can only like openly have a good, like a decent conversation about that after like I feel like it's a possibility that it could be you. Like I don't want like just because I have kids, like I don't really want to open up the conversation about like whether or not I would have any more or anything like that. Like now if you have kids, like am I open to the idea that there might be more than my two kids around? We can have that conversation all day. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about like me procreating for, for another motherfucker, like I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> for another motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, a question that's off limits for me? Like 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 for them to ask me or for me to like I guess okay. Whatever, um, I guess, right? Both both ways around. Or both ways around. Okay, well, let's see. Um hmm. I'm stop, I'm so much of an open book on the for the yeah. most part. That's the thing. So like I mean I guess something, okay, well, I guess something off limits would be like, you know, asking me what my sexual fantasy is on the first date. Because for me, that I feel like that's immediately like, okay, is this what you're wanting right after right. the first date? Like, right. what if you're not, I haven't decided if I want to fuck you yet. I, I have fucked on the, after the first date, and I have no shame. I have. Mm-hmm. But don't, don't lead with that, because... I have to fill you out and it's mm-hmm. like I gotta see if I'm I have to, to decide whether you are worthy for me to bust it open on day. So don't don't don't, I would say, don't ask me Look, like, all you the can, way. <laughs> so like yeah, you can be flirtatious and come how good I look and you know you can give me the little slide, that's cool. But if you leading off with sexual questions, that's really gonna turn me off. Um to me. Yeah, right. something I wouldn't and say as far as what I wouldn't ask somebody, I probably, I mean, I probably wouldn't ask like their body count or anything like that because I just I don't need to know that. The only thing a body count can do for me is to, to give me indication of how well you're about to fuck. Like other than that, like I don't really give a fuck. Like, <laughs> oh, shout out to Chris. Really <laughs> for me, I just need to open it. 
a can of worms because it's like say if I ask them to their body count, he's like, oh, I fucked a hundred women. Then I'm gonna want to know what type of women is you fucking? How often <laughs> are you fucking? How, how do you have time to fuck a hundred? Like where, like where in your life did you have time? Was you not working? Was you not in school? Wow. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to know the body count. I don't want to yeah. know the body count. What's the point? I don't want to know your that part of your past like that. Right. You know, because you can simply sum it up by saying like, "Look, I fucked around a lot." Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to ask you specific details, but if you want to be honest with me and tell me like, "Yeah, I was out here fucking," okay, you was out here fucking, but now you're looking to settle down. Amen. That's all, all right. right. <laughs> so, guys, what would be a first deal, a first date deal breaker? Like, so everything is going well. You guys are kicking. Everything's good. He's making you laugh. He didn't spend too much money, and you're okay with that. But, like, what could be a deal breaker? Like, what's what's going to make you not call this dude back again? When I look down and I see he it's got so white sick. socks with dress shoes on. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> Just say it. Wait. Bitch, I feel like you could have looked at him and saw he was 75 and then realized. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ever see a man with dress socks. Uh, maybe dress shoes or white socks. Oh, don't ever do sports socks with dress shoes. Don't do me <laughs> like that. Don't do that. Make it I got a horrible visual in my head. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, Lex? You see what <laughs> Oh girl, I can't. Oh. I'll say a deal breaker for me is if it seems like you're not paying attention. Like if you're all if you're on your phone a lot or like or or actually if you just can't honestly if you just can't carry the com- like if you can't carry a conversation or if I'm like I feel like I'm leading the conversation. Like right. I want it to be a mutual flow where I'm asking you questions, you're asking me questions, and right. we're able to just go into different topics, and we don't have any lulls or anything like that. But if I like, I don't like because I already talk a lot. Y'all know I, yeah. I can talk, <laughs> so I I know I can talk. So that's why I try to be mindful of that, especially when right. meeting someone new because I am so outgoing and extroverted. So it's like if I can, if I feel like I'm talking too much, that's a problem. <laughs> that's where really I'm like whoa like let me peel it back like right. yeah for sure so and it has to be like so right so I mean, like, and, that, and there's nothing wrong with like awkward silences sometimes like because I mean I feel like that gives you room to like figure out what's what in the situation but like when we're talking about first dates that shit is not acceptable um I need you to come with um, I need you to come with more enthusiasm. Like, be excited that I chose you. Like, <laughs> okay, because I didn't have to carve out this time in my schedule. I got time. I could have definitely, I, I I definitely been... stayed in my pajamas. <laughs> okay. I could have been at home drinking my wine, doing my Netflix binges. Like, I, I could have been cleaning my house. I could went yes, out with my yeah. car. I could have. So many other things. So many other things. These <laughs> make my time worthwhile. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that just reminded me of my crazy date story I had a few weeks ago. I don't know if we got time for me to tell. Oh, it. girl, we have all. Go ahead. I'm I mean, living honestly, you, Lex. I don't know when the last time I've been on a date. Come on. <laughs> yeah. well, first, we didn't even Tell's get to the restaurant. That's how crazy this shit turned out to be. Uh, so, okay. went out, um, met a guy. You know, he approached me very nicely, very gentlemanlike, everything. 
exchanged numbers, told me, I, I, y'all might have seen the Twitter thread, so in case y'all didn't, here's a, there's just a review. So he wanted to take me to this restaurant in Indy here called Rick's Boatyard. For prior to this, he offered to bring me lunch. And I was like, well, I work at a daycare, so I don't need no security purposes. That probably wouldn't be the best thing. So right. we should probably do dinner. So Rick's Boatyard is this really nice restaurant. It sits on a lake, like seafood. Like it's, it's, it's classy, real classy. And I've been there once before. And like when I told like friends of mine there for me, they're like, yeah, he was taking me to Rick's Boatyard. They was like, oh, Rick's Boatyard. Like that was their reaction. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I'm thinking, oh, this nigga must got money. Okay. Right. <laughs> but, you know, that wasn't my, like, thing I was expecting. It was just like, okay, he really wants to take me somewhere nice. I'll take right. it. Cool. Right. Absolutely. Cash out? Cool. Thank you. So I get, we get, we end up, this, we decided to meet there. I got there first. He wasn't re- that too late. It wasn't that real late or nothing. He didn't have me waiting too long. I okay. was, you know, in my face and hair and whatnot. I had to put my shoes on. And so I'm waiting outside for him. He comes up. He says hi. He handshake again, like, "Oh, good to see you again." Do do. And he says, "Follow me." And so he's walking in the direction towards the lake. And I'm like, "Oh, did he call ahead? Does he have a reservation? Does he got a plug or something?" <laughs> Maybe he got okay. Okay. But then as we keep walking, we're heading towards his car, and I'm like. Maybe did, I was like, did I? Did, maybe I didn't hear him because I was in heels, so I wasn't walking that fast. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe he left his wallet in the car and I missed it, or his phone, or something. I, you know, whatever. I'm still cool. The nigga asked me to get in his car. Um, I haven't really. I don't know you, sir. Why he's? Right. Why, why are we getting in the car? <laughs> um, he's to talk to me. Sir, we can do that inside. Isn't that what dinner is for? And I was still I was still playing it cool because I was just confused, really. I was just shocked. But he starts going off. He just was like, I don't understand why you're being so skeptical. And you know, I, I'm I am i am a former, I'm a former uh uh NBA player. I mean, I don't have to deal with this. I'm a cancer. This is probably not gonna work with me and, and the type of women I'm used to. They don't have to ask all these questions they're not all stand offish and and you know they would appreciate maybe you ain't never had anybody you know treat you like this or want to take you nice nowhere and i think maybe you just give me a chance you will see that i'm really just trying to you know do something nice for you because maybe you just really, really ain't used to that and i i don't understand what is the issue and can you close the door because i had one leg out and i was like nah <laughs> Nah, <laughs> I said, um, no, because you're really making me feel some type of way. He said, well, you can get out and have a have a nice day. I said, okay, bye. Wait, said, wait. What? Why? What was the purpose of going to the car though? He just wanted to talk to you first. He wanted to. He wanted to, to sit down and he wanted to talk to me in his car first before we went to the restaurant. To see if he felt like spending money on you. I'm so confused. I I, I don't know if this was a pre date. Like I don't know what. The, what you know because people have that that predate thing they've been doing i don't i don't know if this was an interview i'm not sure what it was i don't know if he thought because the way he phrased it he's like i'm not used to women acting like this with me like i don't know if he thought i was gonna fuck him in his car i don't know what he thought that was going to go down but Mm. not me right (laughs) That's crazy. I girl, I ain't got nothing. I don't got nothing on that one, girl. I I've never know. had a really crazy first date until then. And I was just like, like literally, we did not make it in the restaurant. It, it, was, mm-hmm. it was no more than five minutes. I called the squad up like raw emergency. Mm-hmm. This nigga's crazy. 
I blocked his number as soon as I got in my car. As you should have. As you should have, for sure. And I was just like, now that's, that's a turn off too. I don't like over aggressiveness. Like, nigga, what you will not do is think I'm just some little bird that's going to fawn over you. Oh, so you, I was like, you, I'm thinking, you play in the NBA? When? Where? So uh, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> we, I, I don't know him. That's, that's what you lead with? Okay. Okay. Cool. I mean, I feel like, what did he want from you? Like, first of my head before you went to go eat? Like, I don't but, know. I, I really, I think he really thought I was going to fuck him in his car. Like, he thought I was going to fuck him. Oh, he was gonna get out of going to dinner, like, I, I and it really puzzled me because he had a nice car. I'm like, well, maybe is this car not even his? <laughs> like, where are you? Where are you meeting this guy at? Um, I met him downtown. Love was out. Okay. Um, just out with friends, and I just yeah. Okay. On right. Thursday night, it was it was after it was like the after set. I didn't go to rooftop Thursday. It was the last rooftop Thursday, but like everybody went to like the after set place. Mm-hmm. At my soul food kitchen, and that's where I met him. Okay, right. and I, was, I was very because he, you know, like I said, he approached me very nicely. He wasn't mm-hmm. aggressive when I first met him, but when he came out of a bag, I was like, "Oh no, nah, nigga, you something ain't right." And the elevator don't go all the way to the top floor. Uh-uh. <laughs> I ain't fucking with you, bro. It just seems like he probably has had women like be okay with whatever the weird shit he was trying to do like right and now mm-hmm. like, anyway he's like i'm a cancer and i don't have what's that even mean like, nothing if you, i don't give a fuck what you were i don't care if you was born under the 13th moon in pluto i don't give a damn <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't understand what part of him didn't realize that in this day and age that that don't make sense and no woman would be comfortable with getting into a car with a guy she's never met, you know, just outside of a restaurant that we're supposed to be meeting in. Like, what the hell fuck is happening? I've known you for 24 hours. What in the world makes you think I would be comfortable getting in your car? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you like, drive me wherever the fuck. Yeah, like my safety comes first before your ego, sir. Right. Absolutely. And that actually is a good segue into my next question. Um, because we all have children. Um, how is um how do you guys date with children? I <laughs> like what like what's like what are the rules? What are the guidelines? Okay, so listen, for me, all of my kids are adults. So yeah, whatever. Take that. I, I don't even know why I said that. But I, so if I was dating a guy, he wouldn't like be a daily figure in my kids' lives. You know what I'm saying? Because they're grown. They're grown. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? So, but on the opposite end of the spectrum, if I met a guy and he has, you know, younger children that aren't, you know, 18 and up and everything, I wouldn't have a problem dating a guy with, you know, with kids. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, do I have what? an age limit? I don't want to change no more diapers. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I need I need the baby to speak full English so <laughs> people can understand what's going on and I, you know we understanding each other and I mean basically be over five years old you know what I'm saying be be a kindergarten you talking a little bit you know we good you out of pampers we good we good that's um, it. is there 
is there like so thinking about like before your kids were older um was there like a time frame that would have to elapse for you and the dude to be dating before you introduced them okay children? so all right so for me um all right so keeping it all the way funky and all the way real and 100 i was a young mother i became a mother at 18 so when i was in my younger years um i i didn't take into consideration not having x amount of people around my kids you see you see what i'm saying like but it was only people i was dating but the thing was i didn't take I should have took longer time to have people around my kids because you're not sure how long a relationship is going to last. You, you see what I'm saying? And then next thing you know, you're not with that person no more. And then your your kid is wondering like, hey, where's Joe Schmo? Right? Mm. So right. I, as I got older, you know, I took my time with it. It's like with my first husband and everything. He, he didn't meet my kids till like we was like put them a six months or more in our relationship you know so mm-hmm. and then the second husband he didn't meet my kids you know right away either you know what i'm saying so i, I took my time as i matured and got older but ladies you know with the younger you know young ladies out there don't bring everybody you're dealing with around your kids you just, yeah, you just can't you Definitely just can't don't. do that and you'd be surprised how much it affects your your child, and you think mm-hmm. it doesn't. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also Absolutely. don't make it seem like it's okay by referencing them as, oh, this is mommy's friend, this is daddy's friend. Like they know what mommy friend and daddy friend mean, right? <laughs> I think I think the people need to start calling it what it is. I'm dating this person mm-hmm. because people. I think. I think parents do that to try and shield their kids from not knowing too much of their business. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if this is a person that you are looking to bring into your household to be a parental and authoritative figure, then the child needs to look at them as such. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. they need to know the difference between mommy's friend versus who mommy is dating. So if the friend tries some bullshit with the child, they know that shit ain't right. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. like there's a whole lot of mommies and daddies' friends that have ended up molesting mommy and daddy's kids, mm-hmm. right? Right, it's okay, mm-hmm. because it was mommy and daddy's friend. No, mm-hmm. that's just not cool, <laughs> right? Absolutely, what it is. I mean, I, I like to stick by the minimum of six months, like that I would need to be like talking to somebody before I even like even like entertain the idea or the thought. Um, but then even then at the six month mark, I'm still reevaluating to see like, do I see another six months with this person? Like, do I see another two? Because if I only see another two, then it's not it doesn't even make a difference. You know what I'm saying? It it's yeah. not worth it. Um, and, and we're just like, talking about I'm sorry to cut you off. We're just there? talking about introducing the kids after six months. We ain't talking about like you, right. you're introducing the kids and the next thing you know, the kids waking up and they and they see this person laying in the bed oh, no, no 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 yeah. no nothing like that nothing like that no just like this is just solely being like hey this is a person in my life like and this is you know saying like eventually they will probably be a part of yours it just depends right. like I, I feel like i feel like the real moms out there know how to gauge that shit um but like my rule is always at least six months because that gives you enough time to see like whatever bullshit that person is going through and whether or not you're gonna be able to put up with it and if you're not gonna be able to put up with it there's no sense of bringing your children into the mix if right. it's not gonna right. last so yes you 
my dating situation since I've become a mom, it's I haven't been able to since I became a mom. As far as who I when I've been seriously involved with somebody, mm-hmm. um, like I was seriously involved with someone for like a year, but it was long distance. So like we, mm-hmm. we weren't officially together, but we were taking things slow. And because I was a new mom, and like I said, he didn't live here, but he would come up to Indy for work. And so, like, he knew I had a son, and I was co parenting all that. I knew he had uh, twin sons from his marriage. He was fresh from a divorce. And so, we were kind of taking, we're pretty much taking things old, but it, it, it was pretty serious for like for it to be a whole year. And, you know, it fell apart because of his mm-hmm. dumb ass. But we never got to that point of introducing kids. But, you know, we both, like, we talked about it, you know, like, you know, it's, it's like okay, we really feel like we're gonna get to this point. Then yeah, we'll def we'll introduce our kids and stuff, or introduce each other to kids and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, um, yeah, I hasn't really gotten to a point where I've been able to be like, okay, I think I'm gonna introduce them to my kid now because you know, niggas and situationships. That's how that. Be. <laughs> 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 but like uh, a guy would have been kind of I've been dealing with and I don't know what we're doing right now so we won't get into that (laughs) um he knows my son because of church so like he already knows my son has met my son because I've seen the choir there he's in the choir and all that stuff so like he just but he does has not met my son like oh this is who mommy is dating and my son's only three so right. I wouldn't pick up on that. He would probably look at. He would at three years old. He would look at this like, oh, I know him from church. Like he's from church. I know him. He's mm-hmm. my friend. He's not gonna right. pick. I'm sure. I mean, he wouldn't pick up on that right away. But I'm sure eventually he probably would because my son's very smart <laughs> for three years old. Um, mm-hmm. Even with that, I've still taken that very seriously as a distinction of you just knowing him from church versus mm-hmm. you knowing him in a in this light, like mommy is purpose with this person, you know, like, and he's been over my house when my son has been home, like, you know, after he's asleep and stuff. And that's because I do know him. I feel comfortable. I know people that know him. So if you ever cut up, he would get cut. <laughs> right. Right. Issues there. But even like if he was over and he did stay the night like he made sure to leave before my son got up or like he'd had he you know get under the covers and i'd get my son you know dressed and stuff and out the way so he could get out so that way just mm-hmm. he, he's like he's like i don't want your son seeing me in that light either because right we haven't officially right. established anything me personally i probably wouldn't want to introduce a guy like that until i really am like an official relationship honestly right. I know for sure we're going to be in an official relationship just because like I said, niggas be acting crazy and situationships and all that. Oh yeah, I would love to be a stepdad. I, I would love to have more kids and then you bounce. So <laughs> I, I'm waiting to see if someone's really gonna be about that life first. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Okay, ladies, so we come down to the part of submission in a relationship. Jackie, you brought this up, um, so I don't know if you want to provide the definition of what submission is, and then let's go ahead and get into this um, this topic, man. Okay. All right, ladies, so this has been, you know, going back and forth on a timeline for the past week or so, and I'm going to give the definition of submission, the one that we're going to, you know, curate around, okay? Okay. So, it says the condition of being submissive, humble, or compliant. 
an act of submitting to authority or control of another okay okay so um i forgot who said it but one of us suggested that we ask a male counterpart mm-hmm. um about what their uh their idea of submission was and if they were with that shit and mm-hmm. <laughs> like if it helps or hurts and i'd like to know what you guys found out okay you want to go first lex or Oh shit! I forgot to ask a male counterpart. <laughs> That's okay. Don't worry about it, girl. I, okay. I got two. I got so I got two. I'm responses. so sorry, y'all. Don't worry. Like, right. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" I th- we were all finished. <laughs> uh-uh, girl, we got each other back. It's all good. I'm okay, so, so I, I reached out to the Drunken Knights. So shout mm-hmm. out to the Drunken Knights, King K. Oh, guys. What's up, guys? And um, King K and Brother to the Night gave me a response. This was Brother to the Night's um response to the question. He said, "Submission is not dependent on on your gender. It's imperative for any relationship on both sides for it to work." Pretty much. This is Brother to the Night from the Drunken Knights. So what do y'all think about his 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 thought? Um, I totally agree. Um, I asked uh, my boyfriend um, what he thought, and it he pretty much had the very uh, very uh, similar response that no sacrifice is universal. Um, if and he and he likes to use the word sacrifices of the submission because he's because when we looked up the word submission, of course, we're talking about yielding to a superior force or to the will of a, of the authority of another person, and that just sounds like too heavy. Like when it's when it comes to like how our language, um, but um, the fact of like um, of I mean is that it's necessary on both ends and it's not and it's universal and it's not just one one side has to do this and the other side has to accept or or deal with that shit but pretty much um don't pay attention and stop keeping track of that shit mm-hmm. and I, I think that it, it's a lot easier to navigate and understand what that word means and the importance of it in a relationship and again like I, I can't stress enough I think we need to come off of the word submission when we're talking about relationships and I think that maybe it should be the word sacrifice instead um, well I got I got one more um, mm-hmm. King, King K you know also from the Drunken Knights he said Hello. he said submission is based on the person's per- person's perspective the reality is compromise but if right. you feel like what you want is more important than what they are asking, you will feel like you just submitted. Okay. Okay. So I can understand, you know, his thought on where he's coming from because I'm. So I'm gonna throw this question out to to you, ladies. I'm gonna make a little statement, and y'all let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, from from my perspective, I feel like submission and compromise go hand in hand. I feel Absolutely. like. I feel like in, when it comes to a relationship, this is what I, I I feel like both. I used to think both parties need to compromise, but it, it ain't going to ever be two people compromising in a relationship. And then once you look, think about that definition of submission, one person is going to be the one who compromises. The other person is going to be the one who submits. And most of the time, maybe let's say it's going to be the male that's more submissive in the relationship but i'm not saying it in a weak way like but what at some point a man does need to humble himself 
<laughs> when it when it comes to his relationship he can't sit here and be like i'm the man i wear the pants and and you know i i, I make more money uh whatever i'm the breadwinner type crap at, at some point there got to be some kind of balance between the two so I, I just feel like both compromise and submission i think it's it's a must and in the relationship i think you need both you know whether both parties possess both of them or one weighs you know what you know submissions weighs more on one and compromise on the other but there's a balance there there somewhere you know i also think it's important to note that submission may look different to you than it does to me um like just you know like in a normal relationship like my 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 thing for a relationship is is that i'm going to always treat you like i would treat myself so i'm never i'm never like going like i'm and I, this is gonna probably come sound off sound bad but it's true like i'm never doing the most like i'm never doing anything extra like i'm simply treating you the way that i treat myself and it's 24 hours basis so you know what i'm saying like so you like now like you're encompassed in this and you get all the things the, you get all the things all the feelings and all the way that i treat myself and i and i and i and i guess somebody looking on the outside looking in may think that that's submission but i'm always going to cook myself a, a, a home-cooked meal you know what i'm saying like i'm always going to make sure my like my things are together and if you're with me i'm going to make sure that that's the same thing for you like right. so i mean i guess it just depends on who's looking in or you know who's looking at it because i mean maybe me cooking a meal for somebody that i'm with you know every time i see them like maybe that's submission to somebody else where i don't really consider Jeez. it to be that you better fix it's me just... a bill <laughs> so, jackie said so, i want to play <laughs> but my thing with submission is i think the reason why the idea of submission is such a quote-unquote controversial topic is because because of the whole idea of control and what that means like you throw in that word control and people automatically think someone who's being abusive or restrictive or um like jackie says i wear the pants in the you know um, i wear the pants i'm the breadwinner which can sometimes be a male or female and then they think that gives them the right to call all the shots and um, along with, you know, um, you know, the biblical references of wives should submit to their husbands, which I will say it annoys me when people use that scripture to justify submission as what they define it to be in regards to, to the man being in control, because they completely forget the next part that says husbands ought to love their wives as Christ loves the church. And mm -hmm. Jesus is not controlling. He's not restrictive. He's not this. God is not this power hungry being and i think like that's where it, i think submission get, the idea of what what it means by that gets right. so twisted into this me man or me me i'm in control i'm i'm in the one who's in power i have the authority but like you right. said like compromise sacrifice all that falls under the umbrella of submission but also i think people forget that trust also falls in that mm -hmm. absolutely because, yes, I want to be treated as an equal partner when I get married. But I also want to know that my husband can lead, overall lead the household. Right. That, and to be to be able to be the provider if something goes down where I can't work. If I'm, yeah, you, know, you can't just be submitting to nobody to anybody, girl. Like. Right. <laughs> Look, let me let me throw this out here too, because you know Lex was saying that you know people. Well, you too, you were saying it too, Chris. People get it confused, and everybody's definition is they they read it different or they interpret it different or whatever. But um, 
I feel like this is and this is why I say when, when it comes to submission I feel like it's more lean towards the male part point of view because I feel like they're they're going off of that authority or control or control over somebody listen no and and then we got the women out here and the men say it too y'all nobody owns nobody my husband right. ain't my authority okay right. he's right. not my husband will never be an authority figure to to me you know what i'm saying and yeah. at half the time most people don't even look at their freaking spouses as their equal you know you, you see what i'm saying but whole he did, whole nother, no whole nother conversation for a whole nother day but <laughs> the point i'm saying is don't look don't even look use that definition as authority or control of another just throw that out of relationship period maybe look at right. that within law enforcement or some other type of <laughs> you know <laughs> other agency or something but in your relationship nobody has authority over nobody i said i do but that don't mean you own me and i damn sure don't own him either Absolutely. you know what i'm saying so i, I just i just wanted to say yeah I, be, I believe people just get it confused and jump okay. now understand though when we are married that dick is mine because it better not be going in nobody <laughs> she said <laughs> <laughs> you own the dick now i got that like that's mine like i'm waiting for the day when i can say yep that's my dick it ain't going nowhere <laughs> that's listen girl if you if you got his heart the dick ain't going nowhere there you go there you go his heart and his dick is mine i'm, I'm waiting for the day <laughs> i'm waiting for the day listen Okay. Like, yeah, I feel like trust is a big factor because um, I want what I can go back to is trust is a big factor that people forget because like Chris said you can't just be submitting to anybody like I'm not about to because especially if you have a child like I need to make sure the person that I marry is you know we're on the same page mentally physically well mentally emotionally spiritually you know we're evenly yoked that you got the right mindset right that's because not only am I going to be looking to you for direction in certain areas my son is our future children are so in submitting i'm trusting you to be able to take over when crisis ensues and i may be falling apart and having a bad day i'm trusting you to be able to help help me in raising my our children birth both you know my son and our children that we may have together or you know if he's bringing children into the mix you know our family that we'll be able to raise them in the right you know with the right values with the right morals i'm trusting you with my heart i'm trusting you with my strengths my weaknesses that you won't use those time my bad days against me and you'll be able to you know compliment me when i'm down and the same is with you he's trusting me to be able to you know be there for him on his bad days to take charge when he's when he's down i think a lot of people make like i said they take that control aspect and make it into something ugly when really mm -hmm. it could be something it's something that could really be more beautiful if you think right. about okay. that aspect. so you saying if you ain't got no trust there's no way that person can be submissive and right. I, and, and 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 the way i'm thinking is just like just opening up to you to trust you enough to say i want to share this with you this is what i want to talk to you about i trust right. you with this or i trust you with my life or you whatever all of that yeah right. okay you better go lex come on girl <laughs> i wasn't even thinking about it like that like okay because yeah. i was trying to figure out right. what you mean trust but if i don't trust you i'm not going to be compliant enough mm. to nope. open up yeah. myself to you to share 
you know, my world, my heart, whatever, right. with you. Yeah. It's okay. Like, you like, gotta trust them to drive the boat, y'all. <laughs> yeah, so remember how you used to do group projects in school and folks would drop the balls? You're like, well, I'm gonna just do it myself. I feel like it's the same aspect in a relationship. Like, if you can't trust your partner to pay, you know, make sure bills are paid in on time or to be an example for your child or your kids, then mm -hmm. how can you ever really agree, sacrifice, compromise? Yeah. How can you ever really yeah. come together? Or be Y'all better. I'm divorced. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I did too much compromise and, and and he submitted to. No, I'm, I'm not even going to get jokes. I'm not going to. Ladies. Do it. Not gonna, so, hey, Murph, what's up? <laughs> so, did you guys have anything else you guys wanted to say about the topics that we've covered tonight? No, I was just looking at your bullet point under submitting, and I think we pretty much answered everything. Uh, the last one says, does submission help or hurt? I, I think it helps. I think it definitely helps. It only hurts if the person isn't honest or, or real with it. Right. Yeah. That's that's exactly what I have is that that's the only way it could, it could hurt is if you have somebody that's taking advantage of you. So right you better go girl yeah <laughs> or all right so or if you're compromising on things just to make the other person happy exactly. because you're not being true to yourself right exactly mm -hmm. and that's gonna end up in disaster anyway so yeah yes. okay all right so guys um shout out and big thanks to the big homie d murph for trusting us with his baby guys yes thank you murph <laughs> Submitted his podcast. Ah, listen, this is like. Hello, listen, and three is my favorite number, and this is like the third time I've been on Mercy. So, hey, thank you, Merce. Merce, shout out to you. I so appreciate you for trusting us with your baby for real, uh, guys. Make sure that you guys um, check out all the past episodes of Flagrant Two and Why Not Sports if you guys are one of our listeners and this is the first time you guys have been on dmurf's platform um if you guys are already on dmurf's platform you guys already know where to find it um i am chris i am the solo host of shenanigans with friends you guys can follow me on facebook at shenanigans podcast on instagram at shenanigans underscore podcast on twitter at sw friends pod um i'm available on every pretty much everywhere you can find dmurf um lex tell everybody where they can find you love Yes, so I'm Alexis Moore of the Free Space Podcast. I'm also a solo host. You can find the Free Space Podcast on Facebook and Instagram at the Free Space Podcast. Uh, on Twitter at the underscore free underscore space. Um, also, follow me, Alexis Moore, with four underscores in between there, you know. <laughs> and um, also, episodes are on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Okay, Jackie, we know you retired from the podcasting game, but you are a YouTuber, so everybody where they can find you. Hey, uh, hey, it's I'm just Jackie. Yes, I'm a content creator. You can find me on YouTube. I'm just Jackie. I am J-U-S-T-J-A-C-K-I-E. Also, you can find me on a webcast that I do bi-weekly with the beautiful Miss Nicole Banks, curator of A Pod Connection. And she's actually the curator of Let's Keep It 100. And we live stream bi-weekly Twitter, Periscope, YouTube. Check us out. Let's Keep It 100. And yeah, that's where you, and go to I'mJustJackie.com if you just want to know anything I'm Just Jackie related. Thanks. Got it. 
<clears throat> sorry guys okay so also guys real quick shout out to everybody who's going to pot connection in charlotte i'm really sorry that i can't be there i'm sure it's gonna be amazing i still ain't so shout out to you guys okay jackie we gotta let you go so you can go and handle that um she got a bag so uh, all right guys just as if d murph was here i'm going to leave you with this do not lose yourself with life problems stay strong and fight the good fight all right, ladies, it's been a pleasure, and I'll yeah. talk to you guys soon. All right, ladies, have a good time. Right. I'll be a good night. Bye. 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 It's a lot going on day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Uh, D-Murph, you did it again Setting trends like you wanted to win Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins Connecting dots now with all the pins We just trying to be good men Adore my wife and I love my kids I never let them down, never let them frown Never let a clown take a crown Hit me cause I'm brown, that's okay I got the blood of a king Sword in the dream, ain't all with a scene Try to turn us to fiends We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream It's all about the dollar bill, y'all And stop chasing that thrill, y'all These beliefs trying to kill y'all I'm just here trying to heal y'all so listen as we work, dropping them gems now, rocking with D Murph. Tuning in as we did it in, so melanin, being better men, we so adamant about the culture. Sick of these vultures, we in the game now, watch how we coach ya. Keep your guns in the holster, love is life, and that's how we approach ya.